microphone check a one two one two now tell these motherfuckers what we came to do <laughs> what's up audience it's the herald modcast it's the herald and mcgrod cast mcgrod mcgrod so like mcgriver mcgriver <laughs> the new mcgriver it's a new mcgriver <laughs> with what's with the uh, havoc Havoc's yeah, the, the new MacGyver. Yeah, Havoc is the new MacGyver <laughs> with that like young studly face where it's like uh, he has boyish charm, but also looks like an adult. But it's also like you're not MacGyver. Yeah, you don't <laughs> have the cool like hair. Boy. He does. He does look like this like little man boy, and he looked like that in, in X Men. And it's like, who is this? That's like Brian Singer casting. Yeah, like gotta make sure they all have like a nice boyish charm <laughs> for all the after parties. So what's going on? You have some shout outs? Who told you that? Uh, I don't know. I did. That's yeah. who. I said, hey, I got some shout outs. All right. I got some too. You have shout outs? Mm-hmm. What are you, some sort of shout out? Shout. What are your shout outs? Shout. Let it all out. <laughs> These are the shouts you that don't get to I sing that song. That's from my childhood. will do without shout outs. Uh, what? Yeah, first of all, shout out, we have some R.I.P.'s. Uh, rapper, who I used to listen to all the time and still do, uh, showed it low. R.I.P. Showed it low. He was very popular at St. Andrews. He's from Atlanta, but oh. he was on Gucci Mane's 1017 Brick Squad record label and shit. So he was very popular. Super hood rapper. I think he had like 20 kids. What? Yeah, I think he literally. Like, I think he has like twenty-two kids or something. Wow! And he died at forty. He Aww. just turned forty, and he died in a car accident. Oh, that's sad. And he had two people with him. They survived, but he like f- went off the off ramp and slammed into a tree. Whoa! And he was ejected from the vehicle. Whoa! I know, and he died. Poor Shorty Low. Poor Shorty Low. Yeah, I love Shorty Low. He has this really good song with Gucci Mane that we'll put a link to for Spotify because I still listen to that shit. I'm with my homie, shout it low. He connected to the socket, middleman, <laughs> and I'm making all the profit. Uh, shout out Radio Rahim. Shout out Radio Rahim died. Yeah. What's That's that sad. actor's name? John Deutsch. Uh, he also played the cop in the uh, Sister Act movies. He's um, been in lots of stuff. I, I can't really even name another project that. Uh, he's. Well, I just did name that one. And there's another one. Nope. that Oh, he was in Regarding Henry. He plays the physical therapist in Regarding Henry. Henry. Regarding Henry. Yeah. Um, he is, you know, a well-known uh, character actor. and he, But very super famous for his role in Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. Do the Right in, Thing. Which he play, his name was Bill Nunn. Bill Nunn. Radio Rahim. He had such a like sweet face. Yeah, too. he did. He was, like big, gentle giant. Oh, died September twenty fourth. He was only sixty two years old. Bummer. Yeah, yeah. He d- he has a lot of. Cr- I mean, he was also he was in the Spider Man movies too. Which ones? Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. That's cool. I and like him. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was cool. That was, was sad. Cool. I remember. I mean, that character Radio Rahim, just like him holding up the boombox, fight the power. Yeah, like he, is so iconic, and it's also like timely now with the what's going on with everything. Everything. You Fucking know. that movie still is relevant thirty yeah. years later. Almost really relevant. Yeah. Yeah, it's intense. 
Uh, who's who else? Oh, also Arnold Palmer died. Arnold Palmer died. Yeah. I guess he apparently he was golf's first major celebrity. Yep. Is how I was read to me by he, my mom. He's definitely uh, at night before I went to sleep. The impact he had on that sport is huge, and, and also the, in the, the beverage drink. world, yes, <laughs> yeah. his impact on the beverage world was almost even more so. It's funny because it's definitely kind of regional. I've noticed. I mean, I think now it's kind of crossed over. It because, has, but I do notice some people who aren't Californians uh, are like, "What's an Arnold Palmer?" Yeah, it's half iced tea, half lemonade, folks. It's delicious. Very delicious. Iconic. Uh, so we got a movie to review here today. Oh, I have a short review. I want to review Young Thug's new album called Jeffrey. Uh, awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking gangster. If you're not sure which one it is, it's the one with a motherfucking hood motherfucker with a dress on. So if you're like, what album's Jeffrey? It's the dude in the dress on the cover. So nice. it's easy to decipher. What kind of dress is it? Is it's it like, like a, a Bowie skirt dress or is it like. No, it's like dress? high fashion dress, runway fashion. Really? And he's wearing like one of those Japanese, like rice hats. Oh, really? Yeah. And he said it took three hours to get the dress on. Cool. Yeah, so, you know, gangster rapper in a dress. <laughs> and the album's fucking gangster. And the, my favorite song is Harambe. Okay. After the gorilla. Oh, really? It has nothing to do with the, the gorilla. The but whole album is... did Harambe? Yeah, well, all the, all the songs on the album are named after people. One is called, like, White Cliff John. One's called Guwap, which is Gucci Mane. One's mm-hmm. called Riri, which is Rihanna. One's called... Uh, uh, Floyd Mayweather. One's called Harambe. <laughs> yeah, it's just like wow. he's a fucking wild cat, man. Okay. He's a he's a fucking original. I know you've been a fan for a while. For a while, yeah. And he keeps up in the bar, if you, you know whatever you consider that bar to be. <laughs> I guess it's the dress bar. Yeah. All right. But cool dresses. Check it out. Wear your dresses and, and listen to Jeffrey. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to review the film Scout's Guide. To the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, with uh, Halloween coming on, we're going to start reviewing some all different sorts of horror movies, all different ones that are free on Netflix, ones that you can rent, whatever ones that are going to be coming out in theaters up until uh, Halloween. Yeah. This is our big favorite, this is my favorite month almost. My favorite too. We love Halloween. I love it. It's great. I've loved it since I had free cable in Detroit and I had AMC and they had a horror marathon and I used to stay up to like four in the morning smoking cigarettes and watching these movie like all the stupid puppet masters oh, yeah. and child's play and Hellraisers and Halloweens. Yeah. And I literally just because it was free cable and I lived by myself in the studio apartment and I just remember that so vividly. It was the first season of Mad Men. It was the first season of Breaking Bad. <laughs> like we're talking a while ago. And you're watching bad horror movies. Yeah, cool. awful, awesome horror movies. Yeah, awful, awful horror movies are pretty awesome. Yeah, there's a line. There's definitely there's a line between like awesome, bad, and just bad. Yeah, but when you know when that line's sort of written the right way, it's the best. Yeah. Yeah. So this film stars Ty Sheridan, who you would know from. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse. Yep. He played the young... Baby boy Cyclops. Yep. And he's also... He's been around. He was in the film Mud. With he Matthew played, McConaughey. Yep. He ha- was uh, Tree of Life. With uh, the Terrence Malick film. 
and um, he was in Entertainment, which is the Neil Hamburger film. And he's only twenty years old. Yeah, little, <laughs> little fucking twat, A little fucker. And uh, he had also stars uh, Logan Miller, Joey Morgan. Bunch. The uh, director is Christopher Landon. Yeah, just a bunch of jamokes. Who you did know. he wrote Disturbia? Yeah, he and did. Paranormal. Um, he wrote a couple Paranormal activities. Yeah. I checked. Disturbia was actually a pretty good script and a, and a decent. It holds up as a. It as does. A film. Yeah. I mean, it's an old story though. It's Rear Window. It's absolutely know. Rear Window, but the way they modernized, I thought, was really clever. And yeah. and uh, it, the guy, David Morse, who plays the villain in it, is so good. Well, he hold, he's like holds the fucking movie. Yeah. You know, well, that guy's is okay. badass. Shy is shy. Yeah. So this is about uh, a group of three boys who are scout buddies for life. Well, yeah, and they're scouts, <laughs> but they're getting into a place in high school where they don't really want to be scouts anymore because it's lame and they want to get laid and they want to have fun. Well, and two of them do. Yeah, well, there's one, only three. There's, so, <laughs> and yeah. they're trying to recruit yeah. with uh, David Koechner, who Who's you know from uh, everything. Yeah, specifically Anchorman. Anchorman. Um, everything. Everything. He's, He's been, like yeah. the sort of southern bald guy. Yeah, you instantly would know who he who he, he is. plays. Champ Kind. He's the yeah. sportscaster <laughs> on Champ. Anchorman. Champ it's Kind. Larry Whammy. Yeah. Oh, whammy! Well, he's the scout leader, and they have this sort of pathetic recruitment in the school, and nobody shows up, and it's just the three of these guys, and one of them's kind of fat and nerdy, and still really into it. Very and loves it. it, and then the other two are sort of trying to break out and yeah. get laid before. It's like American Pie, like we got to get laid before college. And well, one of them's sort of the stiffler. Yeah, a little. He's a little stiffler, and the other guy is sort of more the straight and narrow. But he has a crush on stiff on this guy's sister, stiffler sister. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, but he's a little bit more responsible, and he's sort of on the he's torn from. Leaving. Well, he feels bad, yeah, because he doesn't want to leave the other the fat ginger kid hanging. Because right. that's all the fat ginger kid has. <laughs> yeah. Which is sad. Well, yeah. and we see from the beginning of the film, dude from Workaholics. Yeah, th- not the tall one, not Adam Devine. <laughs> the one with the hair and the mustache. Yeah, that guy. He is a janitor in this office, and he's responsible for the outbreak. Right. Of the z- like, they're basically really studying silly. Yeah. zombies in a lab contained. and The doctor's like, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to get some fucking hot, flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there's a zombie outbreak. You yeah. Know I mean? So it's, yeah, it's pretty loose, fast and loose with the whole outbreak thing. And Keckner, but but it's funny. But it and ends up right. We should say we did enjoy this movie. Yeah. This, despite it being, I was expecting just to trash it, but there were some genuinely funny moments. Well, and there's a plot that moves <clears throat> forward. The, it the does. boys are trying to get to this party with the sister's older, cooler friends. And, the and one of them yeah. played by Patrick Schwarzenegger. Who is a stud. He's a very good looking, yeah. Very good and, But looking. he plays kind of the dick. Yeah, he plays the, he plays, not the stiffler, but he plays, yeah, the sort of like, who is the guy from Goonies? He plays like the bad guy. Oh, bad yeah, that guy. You know, yeah. He, yeah. He plays like the dick high school guy. The the the, girl, the boyfriend who's kind of the dick who doesn't like the younger scout. Yeah, and he's senior. Yeah. He's the senior and they're juniors or whatever the fuck. But, so they're trying to get to this party. Meanwhile, they're supposed to be doing a badge camp out with their buddy, buddy and Keckner, who's become a zombie. Well, because he's <laughs> missing and they don't know <laughs> yeah. what happened to him. And early on, he gets bitten by the doctor that was at the lab in the who's in the, of the woods who's yeah. off in the woods because the lab's like hidden off in the woods yeah lab. yeah but so he and then and 
they they abandon their buddy in the woods to go to this party who he, he discovers they abandoned. They have sort of a confrontation. Mm-hmm. But as they're going off to find this party, they try to buy beer. They they notice that things are happening. They and meet they, a stripper who's not really a stripper. She's a cocktail waitress. But right. there's a whole strip club sequence in there which is pretty cool she becomes cool. their sidekick badass yeah like she's like the badass leather jacket chick who's you know 21 but she's the elder one you know yeah. what I mean because they're all 15 and 16 and but they're I, really 21. they end up being sort of the heroes running away from and chasing the zombies and then you well know, they realize after the strip club that this is a fucking uh, epidemic yeah like, it's everywhere and they have to f- f- you know fight for themselves and shit and they you know sort of rally you know scouts honor and there's a great, a uh, little more than a cameo, uh, but sort of cameo by Cloris Leachman. It's who awesome. plays the neighbor of yeah, like, the Stifler guy. And she's, <laughs> she's such a pro. Yeah. She's so funny. She, you know, she's sort of like this cat lady that lives next Angry door. Angry old bitty, yeah. And she turns into a zombie and there's an epic fight where she's like... Don't her, tell her that. Oh, it's an epic fight with yeah. her in as the house. As a zombie. Yeah, as yeah. a zombie. And... God, she's good. She's good. And there's some funny moments in this movie. And David Koechner's such a pro. Like, uh, hiring yeah. him for a role, like, because he was in Krampus. Like, anything which he, we love. Which I love. I'm going to watch every Christmas yep. for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, it was awesome. And he's just such a fucking pro. And he, he sort of stays in the movie throughout, even yeah. as a zombie. And it's always really funny. And he's just, I don't know. He's one of those guys that you can just set your fucking watch to. Absolutely. As a comedic actor. Yeah, he. I mean, they keep tagging back to him. They keep right. trying to destroy him. He tried to kill never- him, and he never like <laughs> kept. He keeps surviving. It's yeah. it's funny, man, and it does. The plot progresses mm-hmm. and moves forward, uh, uh, sort of accurately inside of the world. Yeah, they take some liberties with the zombies. They can hold weapons. They can hold guns. At They're too points. fast. They're too. fast, but I mean, it's a rompy comedy, so it's forgivable. And at yeah. first, I was like, "That's not," and then I was like, "Oh, who cares? Like, who cares? It's a fucking sky." versus zombies and it is there are genuinely funny moments and there's some genuinely badass moments too like if you're a fan of walking dead you're not you know if you're a zombie purist you can't get over your fucking self and enjoy the movie right then you won't but if you just sort of like fall back and chill a little bit and just enjoy it for just like you know a throwaway it's free on netflix or free on amazon it's you like, gotta kind of stick in with it but it does grab you pretty fast there's pretty a little fast. bit of a, there's a there's a little bit of a okay a dip, i don't yeah. know and then you go with it and you're like okay i'm on this ride this is fun that's true it did take a minute because there's sort of like the big scene with the the outbreak thing and the janitor and the lab but then there's a sort of like down period yeah. where they're still like there hasn't been a breakout and they're just right. like awkward teenagers because mm-hmm. there's no zombie epidemic yet so you're just watching awkward teenagers right. be awkward <laughs> yeah you're like, okay get to the zombies okay yeah and then but then it does and it once it once it sort of hits that you know that turning point where they're now having to survive it stays fun and cool till the end right which is cool there's not like that second dip where it's like but how am i gonna fall in love no absolutely you never feel that in this in the next uh sequences it's definitely funny there's some i there are some laugh out loud funny moments i wasn't expecting to laugh out loud i was expecting to roll my eyes at the funny moments because they're supposed to be funny right you know what i mean and i was really expecting this to be like b fluff 
Like, yeah, I'll watch it because it's free and there's zombies, so I'll watch it. But I was pleasantly surprised yeah. and pleasantly a little bit of impressed with some of the comic writing, like the comedic writing. Yeah, I think this guy, uh, the director, is it, there is some funny comedic writing. Absolutely. Yeah. They, there's a very funny scene, which is so out of like an American Pie movie where one of the zombie cops... Like she's got like what? this big tit. Oh yeah, the big titted cop. Stuck in a fence, and her shirt comes off. Yeah, and he like stops to go grab her tits. Yeah, and they're like zombie, zombie boobs, <laughs> and they're all like discolored and shit, and veiny, <laughs> and they're super fake. Like they're these giant fake boobs. I'm sure the casting was like need giant fake boob <laughs> woman. And, and yeah, it was super American pie. Uh, it's ridiculous, but it, it did still make you laugh because they were scared and they're running, and then the one kid like runs back and like shakes them. And yeah. then he keeps running, like, wait, hold on. It's like super teenage boy never touched boobs before. Right. Kind of thing. You know, it was funny. Yeah. So I definitely would recommend it as, yeah. a, as a streaming. Free streaming yeah. and over Halloween if you want to see a movie you haven't seen. Because everyone goes back to their favorites over Halloween of for horror films, which of course. But this is one that I, I only watched because it was free. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I did watch it. Cause is that Amazon Prime or is it Netflix? It's Amazon Prime. Okay. But so if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it for free. If you don't, you can rent it for probably three bucks or four bucks. Yeah, two ninety nine. Yeah, And, and I'm sure it'll iTunes, get to Netflix. Netflix too. It'll be on Netflix too. Eventually. So what would you give it? Well, this movie got like shit reviews. If you go on Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb, it's got like 45%, 60%. Yeah. And I'd give it like a seven. I would too. As a horror movie on streaming. You know, if you have to, you know, put it in context. Yeah. I'd still give it a seven. Yeah. Because it was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. And it was enjoyable to the end. It's like, okay, you had me for, for, you know, up until the third act and now I'm bored and I'm waiting for it to end. Yeah. Like it was pretty fun and consistent all the way to the end. Absolutely. So that that alone, I'll give it a seven for that. And the uh, the action's good. It is. zombie action, they get... They they put their scout skills to the test and like yes. do some build outs and shit and some gearing up. Oh, and then there's, that a scene, there's a great gear up. a great gear up scene at a hardware store where yeah. they use in like every time they do something they show the badge that it corresponds with <laughs> in the montage. So it's like pretty clever, you know. And and the the zombie action is fucking Walking Dead level, a little more campy, but it's cool. It's I mean, again, zombie purists—they're not traditional zombies. They no. do like some people who are traditional zombie fans will be like, "Wait a minute!" Or they can't get over it for ninety minutes. You know? Yeah. What I mean, like I, mean yeah, I had a pro. I in the beginning, I had a little problem. In the with beginning, that. I, like, I did too. Wait a minute! They can't hold a weapons, gun. They can't hold. They can't things out. Yeah. And stuff. Well, the one cop is like sh- like a zombie, like shooting. Like he's not aiming, but he's like pulling the trigger of a gun. Yeah. You know, so he's not like aiming, but he's still holding a gun and using it. This is like. Yeah. I mean, they did. That in that like Return of the Wa- uh, Return of the Living Dead, oh remember? yeah, with, like the janitor zombie, yeah, he's like that black janitor who can like he like picks up the gun, yep. and all of a sudden they can use guns now and shit. Yeah, but I mean, so it's, it takes liberties, but you, but it's forgivable, it's forgivable, especially once you get to the scenes where they're really taking liberties. I mean, there's a big scene where they do get to that party and they have to save everyone, yeah, and there's a lot of cool action in that. Oh yeah, and there's cool action when they're trying to get to the party mm-hmm. with the girl. And- uh, the badass girl right and they have to go to the house to get the diary to get the thing to get the you know and yeah. all that stuff is cool and they run and they move fast and yeah. they have like reactions zombies are like oh, oh or like you know what i mean yeah sort of keckner sort of like is but keckner's hilarious as a zombie i would watch He's, keckner do anything I know. 
There is that one scene that they went over the top with it where, although it's after they're, they have the fight with Cloris Leachman in the house and they're getting out the window yeah. and there's a trampoline and yeah, that was they funny. like, that was funny. They kind of get out by getting on the trampoline, on the trampoline going over the fence. Yeah. But the one kid is like stuck and he grabs yeah. his zombie dick yeah, and it stretches. It and stretches out and like, then eventually nah. snaps. Yeah. Well, I feel like there's always a sort of, there's like a dick quota now. Yeah. With movies and television where it's like, you got to throw a dick in there because <laughs> dicks are hip right now or some shit. Well, seriously, because we say this all the time whenever we're watching Thrones or... Just like different shows and movies, Outland or whatever. There's yeah. always a, there's a full frontal. Wang shot, yeah. And we're it's like, some, what? Well, it's like that, it's like that weird like... I don't know, like equality writing. Like we've been showing boobs for so long. It's time to show your Wang Changus. And it's yeah, like, I, no okay, thanks. I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, it was ridiculous. It clearly wasn't the guy's real dick. It was no. like some old man in a robe and his robe was open, but he's like holding the dick and it keeps stretching yes. and stretching until it snaps. And you're like, okay, whatever. But he ends up holding it and then throwing it and it, it lands in a zombie's mouth. Yeah. So there's like a dick in the mouth yeah. thing. It was very American Pie. Yeah, it was very American Pie. It was also very like yeah they're okay there's like the dick quota yeah. <laughs> you know gotta have a there's someone's boob dick quota and dick quota in this movie yeah boob quota isn't quite as you know yeah, like, yeah boobs. that's standard that's standard yeah and it's boobs it's boobs like i don't know if anyone's really that bothered by boobs not that i'm bothered by dicks but it's like <laughs> boobs have become a standard yeah it's true uh so yeah so we give that a seven yeah seven out of ten is fair yeah it's worth watching on f- download for if sure. you're a fan of the genre and you right. know i i think i someone who's just looking for a film to watch that isn't uh both a horror fan and a zombie fan is right. probably gonna think it's kind of ridiculous it's a ridiculous it is yeah. ridiculous but there's some funny moments and it doesn't take itself seriously like it knows it's a ridiculous movie yeah because at first you're like okay does this are you realize that this is not pure as zombie and then by the end you're like of course they realize that and it's kind of funny and don't send us like emails saying like you know this is not accurate zombie but like lore it's like, right yeah i know that and it's funny and that's why I give it a seven. Right. And it doesn't deserve to be trashed. It doesn't. No, not at all. It's fun and yeah. it's free. So fuck off. Enjoy it. <laughs> so we are about to embark on a journey into the past. What? We're going to Halloween Town, otherwise known as Salem, Massachusetts. Spooky Town. For haunted happenings, we'll be there from October 5th till the 11th, something like that. 11th? Am I going? Yeah, you're going. I get to go? You get to go. And there's a lot going on. Can I bring my friend Chang? (laughs) What? Yeah. I don't know who that person is. Uh, But... Just one, a couple of the highlights, uh, and you can see on our blog on our website. If you go to heraldmodcast.com, uh, we will be doing, we will be taping live from a dress rehearsal of the Spirit of the Gables, which is the House of Seven Gables event and what is that spooky play that they put on? It's a play. Every year. Yep. What kind of play? A it's spooky a, play? It's a spooky play about the famous Hawthorne house, the House of Seven Gables. And also, we will be meeting with our buddy James Lurgio of Count Orlock's Nightmare Gallery. I like that place. That place is the best. And we are going to be doing an audio tour. He does not let anyone take pictures. Right. Uh, well, he likes us because we're all audio. I know. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> 
Can you hear me now? If you you can go to our our website and listen to our interview with him from a couple years ago, which is awesome. He has cultivated the most incredible collection of wax classic horror figures and current and modern and sort it's of like, not so modern. If you were just figures. like a horror fan, like I'm, I collect Joker stuff. But like comparing it to like this is which is basically he owns it, he operates it, mm-hmm. he manages it. It's like this guy that owns this beautiful collection, incredible of like cl- classic, modern, and all of the above horror pieces. Yeah, like what a cool collection! And then to s- just open it to the public. Well, it's and, I mean it costs money, but yeah, you got to pay for it. It should dollars, yeah. which is nothing. We talked about, about that. that. It is so inexpensive to go. I think the tickets are a little bit more expensive during haunted happenings. I might, I don't want to quote that wrong, though. It right. might not be. But uh, they've got the original guy who was the face of Michael Myers from the first movie. He's the only one who you see the face. Well, and he was the original actor. Yeah, the original actor. He plays actor. Michael Myers. He is going to the- be there signing autographs. And uh, it, it's a really special experience to go through the oh yeah gallery the the um the range it's not some old dusty wax museum things you know it's like Kiefer sutherland from lost boys and boris karloff from frankenstein yeah and it's all very well curated mm-hmm. and it's sort of shaped the in a design of a haunted house with the turns and yes. the twists and characters like they, there's no like animatronics or anything but the way the layout of it it's not like some dry ass museum with some dusty oh, old no. things it's like it's really fucking hip it, and really it was well done maintained. With care. Oh yeah. Well, this is a guy that clearly like this is his life and this is his collection, man. Yeah. Like you're getting to see someone's like personal collection. Which and he talks about in the interview we did with him that he started doing haunts when he was uh, like a middle Young schooler. Man, yeah. yeah. And he's been doing it his whole life. And I mean, he. I, I gotta believe he's got the the most extensive and most impressive collection in the world of these figures. Well, as a personal owner, like it's not owned by a studio, right? You know, he like makes moves and contacts old studios and old like uh, prop lots and stuff from, he talks about like contact people in Burbank and in LA and shit and getting them shipped out. And he, um, what is it? Rest restores them. Like he does all the restoration and shit. Like this guy's, uh, this would be something like anyone should go see this. Anyone, whether yeah. you're a fan of Halloween or horror at all, I mean, it's really worth it. Yeah. From a music, from I mean, curation, had, uh, Pennywise from it, and yeah, he has American like, Werewolf in London, yes, all, everything you can imagine, Nosferatu, yeah, all of the classic stuff, but then stuff that's really like specific yeah. horror, like the Frighteners from the '80s, yes, and yes. the Devil from Legend with uh, Tom Cruise, yes. that, like Tom Cruise fantasy movie, and, and shit. little vignettes he has on the cards, you know, talking about history and. Stories that people don't know. And all the actors yeah. and stuff. Christopher Lee and, mm-hmm. and Boris Karloff and uh, Lon Chaney and yep. like all the people that sort of shaped mo- like horror. Yeah. The horror genre of film, yeah. for God's sakes. This guy, he's like a historian yep. and a curator and a clearly a huge, huge fan. So we love to talk to people like that. Yeah. It's our favorite. It's it my is, favorite. I, mine too. And I feel like I'm Anthony Bourdain when I do that shit. Yeah. You know, you're traveling, you're meeting people that like this is their life and they're really good at what they do. And it's cool to hear their story, you know. So you know anyone like that? Tell us, because we'll go out there and we'll meet, meet with them. Yeah, we'll yeah. come and talk to you. We absolutely will. Anywhere you live, anywhere in the world, we'll go. We'll probably get there. Yeah, yeah. we'll get there. So that will be next week. Stay tuned and follow our social and our blog to yep. see all kinds of stuff about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, hey, shout out to your sister. 
my sister at uh, Fantastic Fest. Yeah, in she's Austin. at Fantastic Fest right now, actually. Till I think she comes back tomorrow. I think she got there Friday. Uh, they're premiering the well, two movies, uh, one that which is like a feature, and one is a short. We mm-hmm. talked about it in the interview. The yep. one's called Fashionistas with Ethan Embry, who's you know. And Eric Balfour. And Eric yep. Balfour. And uh, I think she's like playing some of her music at a party. Nice. At like a, not a premiere party, but like a, some sort of party right. thing. Yeah. Which is cool because you get to play her, some of her original music. So we did an interview with her on her recent film, The Neighbor. And yeah. uh, you should check it out. It's on, it's on VOD now. It's on iTunes. It's on Amazon. It's on YouTube. Yeah, rent it on Amazon. Support the film. It's got four stars on Amazon out of like 50 plus reviews. It's We enjoyed it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I'm biased, I guess. but I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's a cool, like snappy little feature film. It's a crime full thriller. feature. Crime thriller. Suspense thriller. Um uh, I don't know. It's just, it's well made. It's it's to the point. It doesn't drag ass. Scary, suspenseful, good yeah. acting. Uh, you can listen to our full review with Alex on our website at heraldmodcast.com under podcasts and uh, hear more about the film, her mm-hmm. role, her co-stars, Bill mm-hmm. Engvall, comedian who's mm-hmm. Josh Stewart, uh, the bad guy, Josh Stewart. They're both producers of the film. Yeah, like, it's a good film. It's a good sort of indie feature. Yeah. And uh, it holds its own next to a lot of the Jamoke movies on VOD. Hell know? yes. A lot of them are garbage, you know, and this movie's not garbage. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. And it deserves the four stars, I think. I'm glad it, you know, people are liking it online. Yeah. And rent it. You know, it's three three bucks. You know, support the movie. It's a good film. And I love my sister. And fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> support indie film. Yes, yeah, support and indie Alex film. Esso. And Alex Esso. A uh, couple previews coming up. Uh, I will be doing another series of Across the Palm Reviews, starting with season two of Poldark, yep. which is now screening in the U.S. on PBS Masterpiece on Sunday nights at, uh, check your local listings, 9 o'clock uh, West, Western, Central, probably 8. Uh, that is Aiden Turner, mm-hmm. Keely from Keely from the Hobbit trilogy, and also Mitchell from Being Human, who plays... Uh, Poldark, he's a hottie and he is leading the pack with another great season. I saw episode one, which was awesome. My full review will be up on our website this week. So check that out. And, uh, you have some game reviews, right? What? Games? Yeah. I don't play no games. I'm in these streets. (laughs) Um, yeah, I've got... For Halloween, I'm going to review a game that's already a couple years old now, but I never got to play it because I didn't have the current gen system. Uh, it's called Evil Within. It's definitely a horror survival game, which is one of my favorite genres. I've played them since I was like since Resident Evil One came out on PlayStation One when mm. I was one or however old I was, fucking ten years old or something. And uh, it's actually this the same guy, Japanese guy that uh, designed and did Resident Evil Four. Oh, what are you buying? Oh, yeah, he did that. I love that Which one. is like basically the best Resident Evil game ever made. Okay. And that was for PlayStation 2. So it's that same guy's new sort of horror genre game for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Huh. And it's already a couple years old. I think it came out in 2014 or 2015. Uh, but I'm going to review that because it's a super Halloween treat, man. It's terrifying. And it has some of the coolest, you know... Uh, 
sort of uh, elements of survival horror where Ooh. it's all about rationing supplies and trying to survive and it's not just like a call of duty where you're running and gunning and just mm. shooting everything that moves you have to use stealth components and solve puzzles and there's booby mm. traps that cut you in half and rip you apart and it's all very graphic but it is fun and it's definitely halloweeny and so that'll be coming up and then also the second episode of the batman telltale series Nice. Which I just recently played, and uh, we'll and? do a short review. It's good. It's okay. This one felt a bit shorter than the first episode, which is usually what happens. Mm. It sort of comes to a conclusion uh, quickly. Okay. Like, and there's, that's, there's Sophomore it. Sophomore slump? Sophomore slump, you could say, because mm-hmm. it's a five-episode five episode game mm-hmm. so this is the second of five and the first one's like really long and it introduces a bunch of characters and this one really focuses on just like the one character in batman kind of okay well, a couple characters but regardless it's all really fun i i'm still i i'm really enjoying uh the telltale crossover. yeah you batman. like the telltales well i like batman i love telltale and it makes sense like all of batman's detective things like really yeah. make sense in the telltale world cool so stay tuned for that on confessions of the basement dweller of a pock face basement dweller <laughs> and smells. also we're going to be uh reviewing birth of a nation uh yep. before it comes out this week so stay tuned for that that is the film that won everything at sundance and it's about the slave revolt um yeah what's where what what part of american history slavery uh, time yeah but. during civil war Era, Civil War, I believe. Is it like Twelve Years a Slave era? It's er- kind of that thing? era, yeah. Okay, is it a true story? Like Twelve it Years is a Slave? True story. Is it really? Yeah, because that dude got a bunch of flack. But remember the rape case, and it sort of took yeah. Over, but like he was acquitted. He was acquitted. The guy who stars in it and but it kind of directed s- it. Yeah, it's really sullied its release. Which, yeah, you know he was acquitted, but then the girl killed herself. The victim. Well, this sto- yeah, it, I, I, I hate to put this story out there in a way because it's like he was in fact acquitted, and that's right. all anyone's talking about. That's not fair to yeah. the movie, you know, because apparently it's been really well received, and yep. I, it became like a fucking nightmare, a publicity nightmare for right. this guy. And I don't want to say the poor guy, but he was acquitted. Yeah, you know, his roommate was uh, not. Well, they something. didn't. They ended up not. It was like a mistrial with him, or something happened. I, right. I don't know all the details, but. Regardless, there was a scandal around this. There was and, a, and some ambiguity about. But they seem to have sort of vilified him in the news. They definitely have like been like some people have said to boycott the movie and shit. Yeah, and like boycott him and he. What he was supposed to have like a big press junket that was canceled. He was supposed yeah. to do Kelly Ripa and all that. All of that shit. stuff that got canceled. I mean, there's been we've there there was a red carpet premiere. There was, there's been some press screenings, but they've definitely quieted it down in yeah. terms of the way they were going to do well, it. It was supposed to be the next 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. Where it's well, going to sweep the Oscars and everyone, everyone. Right. I don't know. But that whole, like, Snoop Dogg made a point about that. He's like, I'm sick of seeing us portrayed as slaves, man. Because he was talking about the new roots. He's like, give us, can we win Oscars for not being slaves? You know what I mean? Something mm-hmm. like that. Like, every year, there's or every few years, there's like... A slavery movie, mm-hmm. and then it it wins the Oscars and it gets nominated. Well, that's the only one that has Twelve Years a Slave. No, what about Color Purple? Wasn't Color Purple? It didn't win Oscars though. But it was nominated. But, yeah, that was a long time ago. But, but I mean, still, like people, but not African American actors have won for non-slave roles since then. In fact, that's all they. But won the Help for. is like basically a slave movie. 
It's not, though. But it's like the help. Yeah, but it's not a slave movie. But, like, the women that won were playing the help. Yeah. They weren't playing she was, black women with that are just... There was, in fact, I read women. some controversy about that recently where a lot of African-American women didn't like the book itself because it was... They didn't like the fact that it's always... Whenever there's a story about black people, it's always white people that are the heroes of their own story, which is what was different about 12 years a slave although we had really. white people helping but like what there was a lot of criticism about the help being that the only way these women came out of their shadow was with these with this white girl telling right. their stories and they 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 find it very condescending <laughs> and there's some points Emma to stone it. is like saving black people right because in truth whack. the civil rights movement and all the things that that uh transpired and helped it was black people helping themselves and like making a stand well and like in 12 years a slave like as much as it's like he solomon uh, northrop was the hero it was really like brad pitt who like made the call you know? yeah and like brad pitt is the hero of the, the, his own movie that he produced and the other guy came and saved him right while he was stuck down there right yeah. so it's like yeah it sort of was again yeah the white man helped you know deciding that you know what okay i'll help you right it's been 12 years Okay, I'm from Canada. I'll yeah, you. you know, I get it. You know, and like Halle Berry won an Oscar for being for having sex with Billy Bob Thornton, and <laughs> Denzel Washington won an Oscar for trying being to a kill bad a, cop, trying to kill a white man for ninety minutes. Forrest Whitaker won an Oscar for Idi Amin. Yeah, so it's you know, I mean, if you look at the pattern, yeah, it's hard not to see that it not as a pattern. True. I mean, it seems like a little, but that's the old academy guard. That's the thing. It's like look at the people that are in the academy. It's all old white men. Yep. So what do you think they're going to vote for? That's true. Well, it's and I can tell you, it's all very political anyways. Not a lot of those people actually watch the movies. Their assistants watch them. I was one of those assistants who watched a lot of movies for some of those old white people. Well, like Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. You know? And you know that guy just wrote a new movie and Eddie Murphy starring in it. And it's another sort of like black guy driving miss luck. daisy really? yeah it's the same guy who wrote it and i guess people are really mad at this movie i don't even know what it's about so i'm gonna speak on okay. it okay but eddie murphy's sort of being like judged by really? the p- politosphere or the oh Twitter-sphere, i did hear about that i think it already came out didn't it yeah because yeah, yeah. i saw it got like really bad reviews yeah too. people are pissed they're like why would you make a movie like this eddie murphy yeah. and eddie murphy was like it was so easy to make i showed up i filmed it i left right. that was his logic I don't yeah know. but people are like pissed off this movie hmm. i don't even know what it's about but that's seems to be people are upset hmm but, uh Speaking of movies in the theaters, we did not go see The Magnificent Seven. No. <laughs> uh, why didn't we? I don't know. I don't. I just, it didn't, I didn't get me off my ass to no. go into, to a theater. I'll, I'll see it in VOD, man. Yeah. I just, it wasn't enough. You didn't sell it on me, Chris Pratt and Denzel. I saw your interview on the fucking this show and that show. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I mean, if I had free tickets, I'd go see it, but I don't want to pay for the Magnificent Seven. Right. There's nothing about it. It's just like cool. I hate when they make Westerns too cool, man. Yep. Like, well, that was a big complaint. And what, I read a review where it said the best thing about this film was the end credits when they played the original iconic score from the first movie. Right. That's the, yeah, it pretty much sums up how I feel about this movie. Yeah. And I just hate how there's like, 
they have to have like every group represented like which is it's okay but it's like there's a apache guy who's like an indian and then there's like an asian guy who's good with knives and then there's a fucking you know like then there's denzel who's a black guy in the wild west and it's just sort of like they have to do that united colors of benetton thing yeah well and they didn't do any they clearly had decided that they this was a movie that was standing alone from the original they just did that ode at the end because in all the interviews that you saw these guys in Nobody talked about the fact that Denzel's taking over the Yul Brynner role. Right. Chris Pratt took over the Steve McQueen role. And they never talk about it. Never mentioned Steve Nothing was Steve brought McQueen. up the original movie. That's not by accident. That was their direction by the studio. Totally. Here's what you say in the press junkets. You yeah, know? and they told the – probably they made – you know, told the interviewers, like, don't ask about the original movie. Right. Don't bring it up. Don't ask about the original actors. Just fucking this is we want to use the title to draw people in. But but then we don't want to reference the fact that it's a reboot, which is stupid to me, which is just dumb. Well, it's like that South Park, like member berries. It's like, why are we still doing this? Yeah. Why are we still doing this? Yeah. Remember, remember Indiana Jones? Oh, yeah. I remember. <laughs> Oh, I remember Ghostbusters. Remember Slimer? Yeah, I remember. Remember Chewbacca? Oh, I love That's Chewbacca. a really funny bit. In the it's last this premiere episode of this 20th season of South Park, they, there's one of the little side bits is that they can buy these berries that are called member berries. Member berries. Member berries. Yeah. And they eat them and they, they, they say little things like that. And they that. talk, yeah. They talk. And they just hold like a bunch of grapes. <laughs> and, they, and the funny thing about it is because... While they're talking, the person holding them, like Randy Marks, they look like they're on like heroin or opium. Yeah. They're all like sedated and they're just <laughs> listening to these little member berries talk. Like, remember Han Solo? Oh, remember <laughs> Chewbacca again? Oh, yeah, Chewbacca. Remember Slimer? Oh, I love Slimer. Yeah. Oh, remember Bionic Man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's uh, They're so funny the way they can like frame something to yeah. make a point. Like, where did that come from? Berries. Yeah. You know? yeah fruit talking to f- people. <laughs> it, it, it's so funny, but it, it makes such a good point. Yeah, it does. It does. I love that fucking show. Well, that season f- premiere was fucking hol- uh, so on point. Yeah, it's very funny. Very timely, too. Yeah. They do the Kaepernick thing. They do the whole, like, women aren't funny thing. Amy Schumer thing. You know, they Trump. do a bunch of shit. Clinton. Trump Trump and Clinton. Yep. Yeah. And they pack it into 22 minutes. Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. I really that the open the season season premiere was really good. The second episode was okay. It sort of just kind of uh, kept going on with the same mm. storyline. Uh, but I want to see now the third because they're doing these like trilogy episodes now. They it's are like a total thing they're doing. They've yeah. been doing it for the last like, two have, or three seasons. I know they have. Yeah, which is cool. Go South Park. Yeah, twenty seasons, man. So no, no Magnificent Seven. No, we're gonna see Birth of a Nation. And because the Fox we're going lot. to a press screening, yeah, <laughs> and uh, but we'll and we will do a full review on that film. And yeah. uh, next up, I mean, the only film coming up anytime soon that I'm really excited about is Doctor Strange. But that's not until November. I know. Well, and then we've got the premiere of Walking Dead on October 23rd when we get back from New England. So that is something we'll be talking a lot about. I'm a, I'm scared of the premiere i'm i'm not scared i just hope they just just don't over complicate things mm-hmm. just fucking kill glenn and let's move on <laughs> you, know? you know it's the easiest decision you're making it like this huge decision and hold leaving everybody hanging it's like just do it how the story did it mm-hmm. and fuck fucking keep it pushing like they I, will come on they first of all kirkman has so much involvement in that clearly clearly 
and they have very, you know, they really haven't strayed far from. Well, I think that's why they got rid of Darabont. Man. That's what they talk about yeah. is that he was really trying to take it in a direction that was his own and yeah. not the comics. Like a TV direction. And that's not what. That got the kibosh, man. Yep. And they fucked him. They fucked his ass. I know. That's why Max Brooks said he wouldn't watch the show anymore. He's like, no, I don't watch that shit. Yeah, Once I heard what him. they did to Darabont, I'm like, I, I, after the first season, he's like, I never watch the show again. Yeah. You know, which sucks. Because it was Darabont's baby, in a sense. Like, I know. He made it happen. And that first season was brilliant. It is. It's still. It's still, like, one of my favorite seasons of the whole show. But Scott Gimple is a genius because he really has done wonders with taking, clearly, a direction of having to stick to the stick comic Stick to the books comics and make it true. And yeah. make it his own and make it the vision of the TV universe as well. So, yeah. Because, I mean, last season was incredible. It was. You know? I really liked last season. Yeah. And I really am looking forward to Jeffrey Dean Morgan being like on this show, especially having read, I've read all the comics up past all of this. Yeah, like so I know like how you this whole thing plays happen. out, and yeah. he's a huge, huge part of. what yeah. Negan is in every fucking issue of the comics. Yeah. Up, after this, so Jeffrey Dean Morgan is a badass. Yeah, so that's going to be. Cool. Oh, he's awesome. Right. I, I, I kind of want to go watch all his movies. I've seen all. Oh, we were going to say movies. we got to watch Watchmen. Watchmen. Yeah, because we haven't that. We're going to do a review. It's not really a Halloween movie, but I've never been able to sit through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And what we were watching three hundred because Zack Snyder did three hundred. Yeah. I like three hundred, and it's an easy watch. Yep. You know, it's snappy. Short. And it, it's pretty short. Yeah. It's to the point. And the book is short. It's a Frank Miller book. Right. Like, it's based on the Battle of Thermopylae, but it's, ba- you know, right. it's based on Frank Miller's graphic novel. But then I was like, oh, yeah, Zack Snyder did this. And it's like, I, we were both like, we've never been able to fucking sit through Watchmen. Uh, I've watched it so many times I've tried. in spurts. In yeah. spurts. And I only get, like, the first half an hour, and then I either fall asleep, I don't remember, or stoned and, like, missed it or some shit. <laughs> like, you know, or some stupid shit. But Jeffrey D. Morgan's in. He plays a comedian. Yeah. So it's, I feel like, yeah, we should watch it and do a sort of, like, post-review of, like, we actually watch the whole thing. I'll right. I'll get a strong cup of coffee and, like, <laughs> <laughs> and try to get and through. a lot of faces back and forth of complaints of like, and bitch please you know yeah but yeah so we should do that Jeffrey D. Morgan is a badass I have insider information that Daryl is not the one who dies because Daryl is still on the show I think we all know Daryl's not the one who dies well no we, people are like not convinced it's no, not going to be so and so but uh spoiler alert it's not Daryl it's 100% not Daryl though yeah. like that's the thing it's like people are like of course it's not Daryl it's like no I know unequivocally that it is not Daryl um I will tell you I know yeah please don't okay I'll tell you alright so that's it for us this week uh lots coming up in October so stay tuned I feel like there's other movies that Moana movie I wanna see that there's some other the stuff the Hawaiian movie the Pixar movie yeah there's some stuff there's some stuff nothing that interesting but we have a lot of stuff coming up and so please follow our social feeds and go to our website to obtain all that information heraldmockass.com heraldmockass.com alright so thanks jerks jerk you later jerks see ya see ya